You are listening to The Real Men Feel Show with Andy Grant. Real Men Feel encourages men to allow and express all of their emotions. Despite what you may have been taught, all emotions do serve you. Real Men Feel is committed to engaging in discussions that most men aren't having, but you don't need to be a man to join us. The Real Men Feel Show is produced weekly for your growth and enjoyment. Listen to us on podcast platforms including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many more. You can also watch the show on YouTube by visiting realmenfeel.org slash YouTube. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or subscribe on iTunes by visiting realmenfeel.org slash iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter at realmenfeel.org and at facebook.com slash realmenfeelshow. All links mentioned in each episode are in the show notes found on the blog at realmenfeel.org. Real Men Feel is brought to you by The Good Men Project. Visit goodmenproject.com for more of the conversations no one else is having. Your reviews, comments, feedback, and participation are welcome during the live show and anytime in our Facebook group, on Twitter, or at realmenfeel.org. Now, let's get into this week's show. Hello and welcome to another edition of Real Men Feel. This is your host, Andy Grant. And you know, at its core, Real Men Feel, what, what it's always meant to me is encouraging men to allow, to even acknowledge their emotions, give them permission to express them, to share them, um, to, to feel them, as, as is the title of the show. And every now and then I meet a guy who's really doing that in a way that catches my attention and opens my eyes and opens my heart. And you know, that's what we have to today. Our, our, our guest is Darnell Donerson from make, greeting us from, from Georgia. And uh, so, Darnell, welcome to the show. Man, thank you for having me, man. I'm looking, I've been looking forward to this for like the past couple of weeks, just ready to kind of share my story. That was one of the reasons I sent that article into the Good Man Project, hopefully to find people that can relate to that. Cool. Yeah. And so I, it, it was an article about developing your confidence that, that yeah. caught my eye and, and you've written a number of articles since then. And what, what amazes me is that you have the confidence to write about your lack of confidence, right? <laughs> yeah. So that, so the very thing you're doing takes a lot of confidence to begin with. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so prior to how you're expressing yourself now, like, like what led you to believe um, years ago when you're growing up, or maybe it was just last month, what led you to believe that you had a problem with your own confidence? I've always just felt that way. Like I would even like, okay, I'm part of like a church group and I would always be like, afterwards, how did, how do y'all see me? I'm always constantly, you know, judging myself, wondering how I come across. And then, you know, I started looking at areas of like, my dating life and not going the way I wanted to go or my career not going the way I wanted to go. And I felt like at the root of it, it's just always this, this voice in the back of my head that's constantly negative and negative and negative. And I came across an article originally, it was on the Ask Man and they republished it. It was, you know, one of those Cora.com answers. And it was just an answer that they republished. And the guy was just like, man, focus on your positive qualities. And I don't ever do that. I'm very just negative, negative, negative all the time. And it's like, I wanted to get to a point where I can just start setting up goals and start seeing more value in myself so I can start seeing more positive qualities. Hmm. So was your childhood like that? Were, were, were your parents, were your family, were you trying to be like negative people? So thinking a different way would just, was so contrary or? Man, like growing up, my childhood was like, it was pretty standard, standard, you know, American, you know, up until like my third grade year. That's when my parents divorced. And I would say like from that point on, I became like a very sheltered person. I closed myself off a lot. Um, and I never really just had like a group of people I mesh well with or I feel comfortable around. So it's like, I, I wish I could say I can pinpoint to just one exact thing for a while I always felt this way but it's like it's been like this for a while and then I struggle with anxiety so I'm always constantly just in my head in my thoughts just a very negative thinking pattern I started to create 
so it does sound like you pinpointed this, this one experience that kind of b- before your parents divorce, you, uh, I don't know, like you, you didn't, you weren't a month old and like lacking confidence. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. So you, you, you at least made it to three and you, you, yeah. you felt just kind of like everybody else around you. And then, cause I, I love to read articles and I love to watch different videos. And one of the things I love to do is just be inspired by other people's success. So I was watching a video where it's the, he's the president of marketing for Toyota. And he was like, he was talking about confidence and he was describing how he sees himself as his own competition, as opposed to comparing yourself to other people. Mm. I'm the exact opposite of that. I just look at what every, what everything, what everyone else is doing, especially the people you're close to. It's not necessarily strangers, but it's like you see that this person's life is going this direction. And then you look back and at yours and you're like, okay, I'm not there yet. I'm not there relationship-wise. I'm not there um, career-wise. And then, you know, you start focusing on all those negative thoughts and that just drives you down into just tearing yourself apart mm-hmm. instead of just seeing everything else you have good going on for you in your life. So I, I wanted to switch that up and stop being so negative and learn to just be positive. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can really relate. I, I, you know, when I was growing up, you know, the, the, the youngest kind of philosophy I can remember having was, you know, life sucks, then you die. And I really had a negative outlook to, to everything. And, and, oh, yeah. um, but I loved it. And, and what I was amazed by was how much of it was my choice that, that I could kind of flip a switch and, and it took effort. But you can yeah. focus on positive things, and after a while, it's easier and easier to do that. Is is was that what you found? Oh yeah. Oh yes. And then one of when I was the more I read up on like the importance of focusing on your positive qualities, I would find all these different articles where it's like one talked about entrepreneurship, and they were just like how people come here. And they tend to be, they're more likely to be entrepreneurs than people who were born here. And they were like, at the root of that, it's like people have become very negative. People from the outside of America, they see everything that's great about it. And people in this country see everything that's just horrible about it. And they, you can't help but think that that's part of what holds them back. So it's like once you start getting into that negative thinking pattern, you end up just negatively affect, affecting other areas of your life, and you start holding your back yourself back from opportunities. You start convincing yourself that you can't do this and you can't do that, and I can really relate to that because mm-hmm. that's where I'm like constantly at. It's like okay, if I saw a female, and I, I don't, I look at it like okay, I'm not super tall, I'm not super athletic. And I automatically say, well, I don't have a chance for her or I can't get this job. And then one of the things that really, I can, I think I can start pinpointing like where it all started to really change, like going to church, for example, like I would share with them and I went back to college to work on getting one degree and I got that. Now I'm working on the second degree and it's in IT and they're just like, oh man, that's amazing. But I don't see it as something like that. I see this like, oh man, I haven't got this degree yet. And they're looking at it like, you're like way more negative than you perceive people thinking you are. And like, you hear that enough and eventually it starts to weigh in on you. Like, man, you're like your own worst critic. Like most people talk themselves up. I'm constantly tearing myself down. Yeah. And in my experience, most people aren't talking themselves up. It's this, I found, but most people aren't even aware, like they don't yeah. realize. So, you know, you have to be, to make a change, you have to be aware of it and realize it first. So it, it's yeah. good that you notice things. Cause I think a lot of people put themselves down and are constantly judging themselves and they just, and, and I was like this, they just think, well, that's just how it is. This is yeah. how all of our brains work and I'm supposed to treat myself this way. Yeah. Um, but it is, I've never really heard the, uh, the perspective of, of like immigrants seeing only the good and that's why they want to come here and they were you know yeah. full of enthusiasm and I, I'm going to make it here. Everybody must <laughs> yeah. be amazing and yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're all jaded actually here. Because <laughs> like at the root of that article, it was just like 
the problems exist. It's like, okay, we all have negative things about ourselves and positive things about ourselves. The difference is there are people who are like, okay, yeah, I have these negative things about myself, but I choose to focus on the positive. Yeah, it's like, okay, you may not be tall, but you, you know, you're a very charming person to be around. There's other really good qualities you have that make you likable to other people. And then, so it's like when the immigrants come here, they're like, the main article was focused on Silicon Valley and they were just like, yeah, okay, we complain about how taxes are high, how regulations are really messed up, but they come here and they say, well, yeah, you have high taxes, you have high regulations, but you also have this very diverse country where you can test ideals, you have more freedom than I had in my country, you have a better housing market, and they just see all these positive things that everyone else just takes for granted. and the way they live their life by focusing on positive things is part of the reason that they've become more successful in entrepreneurship than the people born here. And, you know, it hits you because you start to realize just how negative thinking patterns start affecting how you see the world and how you see yourself and you start believing that you can't do something. Like the only barrier between like the immigrants coming here and feeling like they can be entrepreneurs versus the American people born here is that they didn't put that negative roadblock in their head that they can't become successful. Mm. And it's just like, you start reading stuff like that and you realize that, okay, once I did, you know, like when I first went back to school, you know, at first I didn't think I could and that was just all me being negative. And I noticed that the more I removed those negative thoughts, and start focusing on what I got good going for myself in life. It starts to manifest in ways and in very positive outcomes. So it's like if I can continue to do that, I'll start seeing more success. And it's like it's easy to say, it's hard to do. And I fear that if I start putting it out there more, there'll be like way more accountability. And you know, that's one of the things that's keeping me you know, driven right now, like learning the front end web design that I talked about in the article. And for anyone listening to this who may not have read the article yet, I just said, I'm going to set some goals. I feel like if I set goals and achieve them, as I achieve them, I'll become more confident. And, you know, putting that out there, eventually someone's going to be like, oh, how, how are you doing towards these goals? And then all the responsibility is on me. You know, it forces me to push myself and it forces me to work towards all my goals, which in the big picture of things is going to help me become like way more confident. And then it's like, it also removes focus, putting it out there. It helps me remain focused and it helps me not think about negative things. It gives me something to focus on, a project to focus on, and it keeps me from being distracted with just thinking bad about myself constantly. Because it's easy to fall into that victimhood narrative where you want people to feel bad for yourself. And then it's hard to realize that, okay, man, dude, there's some things I got to change in my life. You know, you, you, you start seeing things not going the way you planned them. You know, we all have like this ideal, like when I graduated from high school, I tried to go to the Air Force and, you know, I, I neglected my mental health. And that was the first point where it was like, you, you got to focus on those things. They told me that in training. So you see that that didn't go right. And you just kind of going from job to job and then you're unemployed sometimes. And then once you fall into that, that feeling like the world is against you, it's easy to remain just deep down in there. But as I, you know, start to turn everything around, everything just starts to get better. It's, it's weird how, like, when you start becoming more positive, just more opportunities come. Like, I started going out more, um, have more friends, been on more dates. I just got a text message today about a new job opportunity. It's just weird how things just turn around. I feel like, man, the more I work on my confidence, the better my life will be. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's really how our brains work. Like what we focus on, we keep seeing more of. Yeah, and, and like a simple example is if 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 you get if you buy a red car, 
all of a sudden you see like everyone's got a red car. It seems like whatever you just got is everywhere. Yeah. Whereas before that, yeah. when you drive a green car, you never even had a thought about these red cars, but now they're everywhere. Uh, right? Oh and, yeah. Yeah. And you know, it, it, earlier talking about comparison and there's, I, I don't know who to give credit for this, um, but there's a, a, a great line that I've, I've heard. Um, the only person you should compare yourself to you is you. Yes. Be better than you were, you know, last week, yesterday, but don't yeah. compare yourself to others. And that, because that's, that's a, yeah, I was finna say, it's like, that's one of the reasons I wanted to set those, like, goals, because it gives you something to measure against. Like, you start to, you be able, you're able to do as you just said and compare yourself to, you know, this previous version of what you were to make sure you're still growing. You start comparing yourself to other people, man, you're just going to feel horrible. Just horrible because you're going to constantly. And then one of the things I found interesting is like when you really talk to those people you compare yourself to, because it's usually like a friend, you start to realize that you have a more positive outlook on their life than they do. Some of them, they're like, uh, it, ain't, it ain't as good as you think it is. It's like, it's like I started, like I used to, like I have friends who are married now. And it's like, man, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm still struggling with just, just dating and stuff. And then, you know, you talk to them and he's like, man, marriage is hard. And he's like, man, this, this is not as fun as it looks. He's like, man, we, like sometimes before you come over, we just got done arguing with each other. It's just like, you know, you think things are way better than they really are. And it's like, that's, and then you, you fall and you, you become obsessed with this idea that's not even really real. You've created this image of how good other people's life are. And you're tearing yourself down for no reason, trying to live up to their standards. And they may look at you and they may say, you seem like you got it better than I do. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody, no matter who you are, we're all wearing masks of something because we're all, yeah. everyone's facing challenges and difficulties. Some are, are external to us, some are internal to us. Yeah. But when, when, when you fall into comparison and going, wow, they've got it made, you're, you're just seeing that mask. Yeah. So, so you're buying what they're putting out, which is fine. But if you think that's the whole complete truth, oh, that's yeah. where you can get in trouble. And then, like, there was one thing I want to talk about, which is like my church group, because you mentioned the mask. And that was the first time where I heard like that whole you need to take the mask off thing. Because they'll bring you into a room and they're just like, hey, uh, we want to know everything. And it was intimidating at first. It's like, where were you born? And we're going to run up through every single year. We want to know when did your parents divorce? What are your, what are your siblings doing? We want to really get to know you. And you're forced to like deal with like a lot of those insecurities that you deal with and you have to admit that you're, you're struggling and you're broken and that's also played a good role yeah. that account have having accountability uh not sure you know they always say it's good for guys it's good for anybody man woman oh, yeah. you need people who just will hold you accountable and you know allow you to see you know, areas where you're falling short or areas where you need to grow and you can grow together with them. Yeah. Yeah, we, 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 can't, we can't see all of our good and we're often more likely to call things bad. That's why uh, being the power of a men's group, a church group, having other people kind of willing yeah. to witness you and, and tell you the truth. Yeah. Um, even if you're not, don't want to hear it, are willing to hear it, you know, are telling it to yourself. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, and, and I find when, when, when someone is willing to take off their mask and kind of like confess or admit to something. So many other people, oh yeah, me too. Like I, I've yeah. done that, I've been there, yeah. So. Um, and, and it makes you, it's like, you, it makes you feel good in a selfish way. It's like when people start to relate to you, like say yes, and like I'm not out here by myself. And it's like, man, you, you just, like um, I had got an email recently about an article I published about turning my life around. And just like how it's easy to just, you know what, I'm, I'm not going out. And then that becomes a, a pattern where you find yourself in isolation a lot. And just how something as simple as calling up some friends that you haven't spoken to in a while and just going out to eat is a good way of breaking that pattern. And it's like, 
you get an email from somebody who reads it on your blog and you're like, well, thank you, you know, and it's good to have someone to relate to that, that struggle you're going through. And then, it, you know, once you find people who relate to that, you, you find it a whole lot more easy to just completely take that mask off because you're like, you know what? I think that's a big part of the problem. That's what I love about the Good Man Project. They, the, the goal is to start that conversation that a lot of people want to have, but it's like some people may be afraid to take that step and open up and you get to help be that voice. And you get to help, you know, just change things. Cool. So I wanted to ask you, what made you decide to start your blog and do so much of this publicly? So is that is that part of it? A blog, I was... When I was trying to, when I was looking up ways to build up my confidence, I wanted to find like a hobby, something that, you know, like when I wake up in the morning, you know, have a good routine because it's like my morning routine used to be just like drag yourself out, which is a horrible way to start a day when you really kind of think about it. Instead, I work out in the morning now, you know, get the blood flowing, start making sure I'm drinking water in the morning. I have like an activity that I do. And that was one of the things, you know, in addition to reading. And then I just decided, you know what, if I'm going to work towards becoming better with front-end web design, why not put it out there? Why not start, you know, developing my own website? Why not start sharing some of the articles I do? Why not just find a way to better myself? And, and really, you know, a lot of it was just, you know, I got fed up with myself. You get you get tired of being the victim. Mm-hmm. You get tired of, you know, trying to find excuses for why things aren't going the way you want to do. And eventually it's just like, I was just like, you know, I need to turn things around. And I know that's not the most clear answer, but it's like, it's a lot of things just over time that just, you know, you became frustrated with and realized that, man, I need to turn things around. And it became an outlet. And then, I figured, you know, as I develop the website, they'll open up more opportunities for, you know, displaying, you know, what I'm working on. So, yeah. And, you know, I've heard you talk about uh, relationships and wanting to be, uh, feel more confident in dating and goals and career. Was, was, was there anything, was there was one of those things really the top of mind that said, I've got to work on my confidence or was it really everything? Man, really everything. But I would say like most, the most recent has been like relationship. Cause it's like, I, you know, I, I used to be a nice guy, you know, I used to be like the type of guy who figured that if I, the more I do, the more I should get in return. And, you know, you start seeing that things aren't working out relationship wise. Like there was this girl that I, you know, we went out a few times, but it was a hard pill for me to swallow. But I realized that I was the problem. That was probably the most recent thing, just dating her and realizing that, you know, my own negativity played a role in why things were not going the way I wanted it to go. And, and then, you know, eventually, you know, I fell into some negative thinking patterns and realized that, you know, the only way things are going to change is if I do it, you know, I can't, you know, expect to just sit around wallowing in my, you know, in my just unhappiness. I have to actually do something to start pushing forward. And it's like, if I want to get out there and I want to be married one day, well, I have to you know, work on, I have to start working on myself and I have to see value in myself for someone else to see value in it. So so it's a lot of things that slowly came together, but, and I will say as far as like the the career side of things, just being in that church group and around friends who were like, man, that's good that you're working towards this other degree. Once I started looking at all those those positive things I had going on that helped me believe that I could really just start working on being, becoming the type of confident guy that I would admire, you know, instead of admiring other guys, I want to be someone that I admire myself. 
That's great. That that's a a great way to almost compare yourself to your future self. Yeah. Cool. Hmm. And you mentioned that you were a nice guy, but you also said that you were very negative. So yeah. you could be a negative nice guy, or is the nice yeah. guy kind of the, the the mask? Is that an act? I've noticed that the whole nice guy thing is like it's a mask because it's like, and I've been like this since high school. You know, like I never had the confidence to just. I don't even know how those guys had that much confidence in high school, but they would just go up to a girl, ask her out. I couldn't do that. And I had to find some way to wiggle around it. And I always would go out my way to be very nice to the girl I liked. Then when she didn't return those feelings, I was not a nice guy. And it's a hard thing to realize that I was never really a nice guy. I was just putting that all out there trying to get someone to like me. So the whole thing was just, it was just fake. It was a mess. It was just, and then when I really, when you really look at stripping away that mess, like what's at the root of it? Well, I didn't have confidence. Like I could never just be direct and say, hey, I like you and be okay with whatever she said, yes or no. And instead of doing what most guys do who are similar to me in that situation and then just saying, you know, oh, it's woman's fault. You know, she doesn't recognize how good I am. And it's like, no, maybe you're the problem. Maybe, you know what, maybe you're not a nice person because generally nice people don't go around telling people how nice they are all the time. So, yeah. Right. So, yeah, let your, let your nicest be genuine, not not a mask. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because, yeah, because that's it's because I, I, I hated that term growing up, too. Like, oh, yeah. nice guy. And, you know, nice guys finish last and you're every, you're all the girl's best friends and that's it. And you're not looking to be someone's best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Are there, are there any sort of uh, <laughs> myths or cliches that, that you ran into um, besides the nice guy? Myths or cliches? I would say, like, a big thing recently that I got past, especially with I'm trying to work on this article about success, is that other people's definition of success is not yours. Like, you know, you don't don't go out your way trying to live up to other people's expectations, which is a hard thing to do because in America, you know, we have this ideal that, okay, you're a guy and you got to carry yourself like this. And if, you know, things don't work out as far as your personal image or you're not interested in, like, I just want to be successful on my terms. Like, success them. I used to read a lot of those self-made millionaire books and I was like, man, I want to be like this person. But the more I realize it, I don't. Like I just like success to me now is just, I want to have a good relationship with my friends, my family. I want to have hobbies. I want to have career that I love and I want to continue to push myself in that career, but stay focused on the things that matter the most in me in life. So it's like, I realized that, that life that I thought I wanted, I don't even really want it. Um, trying to think of other other lies that I kind of had to confront. Um, well, that, 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 that alone's a great one. That that can pave the way and wipe out so many. Yeah, because things aren't as bad as I believe they are. You know. Um, yeah, just because you think it doesn't mean it's true. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I had to learn that I had to, you know, to go back to what I talked about in the beginning, which is like the biggest lie I had to overcome, which is um, you have a lot more going for you in life than you don't have going for you in life. And, you know, you're pretty lucky. You're pretty blessed in many ways. And you need to stop feeling so bad for yourself all the time. And the only thing that's really holding me back is me right now. And it's not any type of external thing. It's, it's just all me. Um, and that, that's really a good thing. Yeah. I mean, it took me a long time to realize that because the only person you can change is you. And the only person yeah. I can change is me. So when, when we can accept that we're the person in our way, we can at least yeah. do something about that. 
And then also realizing that you can't change. Because it's like, when I was comparing myself to people constantly, like you see people come out of high school and I live in Georgia and I graduated from this school called Luella. Now, before I got to Luella, I lived in this place called Clayton County, which is not the best place. And then you transferred to Luella and everybody was like, where are you going to college? That was just kind of like the normal thing. And I'm going to be honest with you, at that age, I was just like, man, I just, I'm just trying to find me a job at like Walmart or something. And everybody else is like, well, I'm going to UGA. Like, oh, wow. And you, from that point, you know, you're, you're automatically comparing yourself. And then you see like, okay, this person is, they just graduated. They're 22, 23. They're getting ready to buy a house. They're getting ready to buy a car. And then you start to believe in your head that, well, you know what, I missed out on that opportunity and I can't do it. And again, you fall into that victim narrative and, you know, having people point out, you know, that I was going back to school and I finished my degree and all this, they were like, that's kind of an example that you can change. So that I think that's a big mistake that especially I would say a lot of guys make it. So if things don't go as planned or we don't have this by this certain date, you know, we all have these dates that by this age, I'm going to do this. And by this age, I'm going to do this, man. You don't have to do, you don't, it's okay if you don't make that goal by that time. Like you have to do things on your own time limit. And when you actually do, you start being yourself, you start becoming more confident, you start seeing things actually change in your life. So, you know, when things were just really not going as good as they were, because I used to just be like a straight homebody and I was not driven career wise. I didn't really want to go back to school to get a degree, but once you take one step and realize you can change, you start developing over time. And I'm starting to realize that I'm writing about developing confidence, but I've been developing for a while. Like looking back on it, it's just being negative. I didn't see any of those things. Well, good thing that's over. Cause like, yeah, like I said, the, um, when I read that first article, like someone that wasn't confident could not write this. Someone who wasn't confident could not go here, internet, read what I wrote about myself. Like, yeah. That takes a lot of inner strength that, um, that, that you, yeah, you, you weren't seeing, you were using it, but you weren't really yeah. seeing it. And I remember that was literally the first comment I got from a female of all people. I was not expecting like a female to be like, you're already getting there. Like I, I literally see myself like, I guess things like this help too. being able to actually talk it out and be like, Oh, okay. You know what? Mm. You know, having you ask the question like, okay, in the beginning when you were asking me about my confidence and, you know, it's helped me look back and realize that, man, I, I'm feeling a little good with this interview now because I'm like, <laughs> things are going pretty, pretty good. They, they all moving in the right direction. Yeah. Cool. So has, hopefully, maybe you're only realizing this now, but has anything yeah. kind of surprised you at how easy the change has been? Okay, like, again, like, I was a negative person. Yeah. And I was always the type that felt like, okay, I'm not smart enough. Because when I say I went back to school, initially I tried to go to a two-year college, and I just, it started off well. You know, I remember, like, I was, I made straight A's. I was, like, getting shadowed by the, the he was the president of that location, which was a really good thing. Then, you know, he said to me, he was just like, man, do you need to talk to anybody? Do you need time off? And I didn't, as I've always struggled with mental health, I just don't talk about it. You know, I pretend like it doesn't exist. But he noticed it and, you know, things kind of spiraled out of control and I ended up not, you know, being enrolled in school anymore. But at that time, you know, when I first went to school, I wanted to be like a computer science guy. I wanted to get that computer science degree. And then I started... You know, if you're if you're looking for negative things, you'll find it. Um, yep, yep. And I, I I convinced myself that I was not smart enough. 
like this was not the field for me and I, you know, to give you some ideals of the type of insecurities I deal with, you know, I would look around, I'm like, man, am I, am I right here? Cause it's like, you know, when you grow up, especially, you know, an African-American youth, it's easy to fall into the victim narrative. It's easy to be like, oh man, you know what? You, it would be so much easier if I was this. And the reason I'm not smart is because, you know, I'm, you know, I didn't come from privilege and, I, you know, maybe this is not a, a, a field for black guys to succeed in. And that was something I did to myself. Looking back on it, I, I made someone real uncomfortable with this conversation, too, because I told him, I was like, I'm not smart enough. He was like, why do you think that? And I was like, man, I read a book, you know, because I, I just love reading. And there's this book by a guy named Charles Murray. And I was like, man, maybe, you know, I'm just like not born smart enough for this. Because, you know, you go into those classes and you start to notice that there's two different people. There's people who, like, the professor doesn't have to teach them anything. Like, literally, that computer science degree is just a paper that they need to get a job. Then you got people like me, and it's like, what are we doing in here? Like, how are y'all getting this? And I'm just, you start to think that, well, you know what? Maybe I'm literally just not smart enough for this. Maybe, you know, I'm just... This is just what God intended. I can't succeed in this area. But then, you know, luckily, you know, with times today, you have all these different programs where you can download an app and you can start learning something here. And then I realized that I need to learn. I need to stop comparing myself to them. Just focus on, you know, learning it. Right. And that The most surprising thing is like my first degree uh, is it's not really that related to my second degree. This degree is more technical related now. And I'm surprised at how well I've done. You know, to toot my own horn, I've made all A's and only two B's. So there's things I look back on now and I'm like, I just convinced myself that I couldn't do it. And like one of the things I'm proud of the most is how well things have gone have gone with me learning all these different technical terms and I had to do all these really ridiculously hard maths but when I stuck to it I could do it and, and just like like especially in the text message today about a job offer in the tech field which is you know you, you start to get more you know your foot more into that and you start to see all these benefits coming and it I'm just happy that I, you know, went back to school and I, I put aside that lie that I wasn't smart enough and seeing that everything is getting better has made me, that's one of the things that has surprised me the most. I was like, I would have never believed that I could do this, that I could actually learn this field. And then, you know, one of my last classes is actually related to the goals I set in that article because I have to take a front end web design class. So literally one of my last classes is related to that. And I'm like, because with the IT degree, it's like, it's very broad. It's not like, okay, like some people know like, okay, I'm going to be a programmer. I'm going to be this. With that IT field, you got to carve your own path out. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll get a job, but, you know, you want to specialize in something. And I realized this is the area I want to focus on. And I tied it into I. You know, when I was writing that article, I tried and trying to figure out what goals I wanted to set. I wanted it to be related to where I was already going. And I'm like, okay, you know what? If I can do all this stuff, if I can do these complicated, like discrete math, I, I can probably learn, you know, front end web design. If I can do Java, I can probably do like, I can learn JavaScript and then I can take it further than that. And it's like, I'm, I'm surprised at how easy it is for me to learn it and how much, how negative I was affected the opportunities I had. Because literally, it's like, yeah, I look back and I'm like, the only thing that's really changed is I stopped being negative. And like being negative literally held me back from so many positive things that are going on right now. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. And it, it, it's, it's funny to me to hear you say this of, you know, 
well, I can't learn. I'm not smart, but I love to read. Well, yeah. those don't really go together, right? So yeah. it just so, yeah. again, you're, you are so often like using your skills, using your truth, but just yeah. you were the last person to see it. I mean, I am truly, I was truly my own worst critic. Yeah. It's like, man, like I kind of compare it to like um, when a movie comes out, now, it's usually, you know, your worst critic comes from the outside. And it's usually the people who worked on the movie that's all happy. But, like, I would be the opposite. I would be, like, the actor who's like, man, don't go see this. It's horrible. This is going to be a terrible movie. You know, I, I just, I was my own worst critic. And and it's just, like, having this conversation now, it's just, it's making me think about that article. It's like I'm writing about how... <laughs> how I'm not confident, but I wrote an article about building my confidence. It's like, even still, I'm, I'm still not fully seeing it. Like you really like, like when you brought that up, that kind of threw me off. I'm like, I wrote an article about building confidence, but just writing the article itself is something, there's a lot of value to that. And I didn't even really think about that until literally you brought that up. Right. I tr like. I believe it truly someone with no confidence could never complete an article like that. Oh, They'd just man. be stuck in such procrastination. Like, Oh, you know, it just, but no, you're, I mean, you're, you're rocking it. And I'm glad that you're surrounding yourself by people that are seeing it and reflecting that back yeah. to you. Um, Cause again, I, I, I a very negative mindset and you know, thought positive thinking was, was just a crock. I thought that was to oh, lie yeah. yourself. Like, I, I was sure, yeah. no, no, the world really stinks. You guys are wrong. Oh, like, yeah. So I, I, over years, um, came to be glad to discover that I was wrong about things. So do you kind of get that too? When, oh, I thought I couldn't do this, but I can. Wow. Now I, I like to be wrong. I like to discover that I, I was thinking the wrong yeah. thing about myself. Oh, yeah. Cool. And add into that, like, a lot of those optimistic, positive people, I don't hate them anymore. Like I used to, <laughs> like they it used to annoy me so much. Like the guy at my church, his name is Chris Brown. He likes Tony Robbins. And I cannot stand that guy. I was like, oh, he, no one's that positive. Nobody's that optimistic. And it's like, now I kind of look at him like, maybe he really just is like a very optimistic, positive person. There are people like that who are just like, they're just, they're just naturally optimistic, happy people. I used to think that was just completely fake. Like they were just dialing it up. But yeah. And you, but I bet he took work to get there too. Oh yeah. Right. You know, you're, you're seeing this man with decades of personal growth and learning and growing yeah. and changing. So you're seeing someone at their best, what they put out, and then you're trying to compare yourself. Oh, I'm miserable. I can't do anything. And you're comparing yeah. yourself to that guy that's done all sorts of work. So, and that's one of the things like you all, like when you're very negative, you overlook all the work that it actually takes to get there. You just see like that end result and you don't even think that man, they, a lot of these people went through the exact same thing you're going through. A lot of these people, like, success didn't come to them, you know, in stages the way you think it did. It's like they actually had these ups and these downs and these ups and these downs. And it's like, again, you know, going back to being negative, you, oh, I, you know, I didn't take the time to even consider that these people actually had struggles that they were going through. And then you want to, to go back to like the good man project there are certain things on that website that i read that i wouldn't have like you know i wouldn't have talked about it had i not seen other people talked about mm. you know like i want to talk more about like just the mental health issues that i'm struggling with you know i write a lot about confidence but it's like i there are other things I want to write about. It's just like, I'm unsure, like, would this be a good topic? I'm to the point now where it's like, I'm just send it in, you know, just send an article in and, you know, just let go of, you know, whatever criticism I think other people are going to have. Cause I'm starting to realize I'm getting there. I wrote an article about um, how I didn't agree with Hannah Rosens, the inner man. And someone emailed me a very um, critical um, 
critical, you know, they critiqued it. They didn't, they, they didn't really understand the purpose. And, and at first it, you know, it kind of stung a bit, but then I realized that, you know what, I'm okay with this. Just move on. You know, that's, it's about creating a conversation and it's about, you know, and it, I realized that, you know, I would have reacted way more negative back in the day, but nowadays it's just like, um, let me take the time to look at their point of view because I've been wrong a lot. So it's like, okay, I may be wrong with this and there may be something I could, you know, learn from them. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the best way to, to approach that. And it, when I first started putting myself out there online and, um, and got negative feedback, you know, I, I kind of reframed it like, well, I, I connected with them so much that they had to respond. So that, yeah. that's a win. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's easy. Again, if you're just writing and the whole world's just negative, then they're not going to waste their time to tell you anything. Yeah. Right. Just uh, it, like, then, like they don't even, they don't even finish it. They're just like, whatever. Oh right? yeah. So, and other people told me too, when, when you're really speaking your truth, you're gonna, you're gonna upset people. Yes, you are. Yeah. So it's, it's great to get the positive feedback by that people that agree with you. Yeah. But sometimes that negative feedback, you can, it's almost like, oh, good. I, I got that person really good. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're really still thinking about it. And, and I've heard from people that, uh, you know, six months, years later that, hey, you wrote this and now I get it. And I thought this was stupid before, but now I really get it. Like, oh, cool. So. Yes. And that, like recently you know just reading through some of the articles on the good man project and not even just the good man project but i've gone back and looked at a time magazine article i used to you know i'm like it's this whole mass toxic masculinity i used to thought it was like that's just a bunch of crock you know um there's nothing you know there's nothing wrong with you know the way certain guys carry themselves and certain beliefs and I'm looking at that and realizing, okay, one, I, I just automatically rejected it. Now that I'm actually reading it and taking it in, I'm like, okay, now I get what they're saying. Like I, I rushed the judgment in the past and realized, man, I'm not even going to give this the time of the day. I don't want to hear this person's perspective. I don't want to understand what they may go, they may be going through. And, you know, I'm realizing that, okay, there are aspects, while I do disagree with certain aspects of it, there are things where I'm like, you know what, they, it's like they hit it on the nail. It's like, I feel the exact same way that they do. It's like just going back and, like I wrote about in an article about, yes, all women. I remember when that first came out, I was like, man, really? Anything's a hashtag these days now. But then I went back and I actually listen to the conversations that we're saying. And I realized that not being a part of that conversation was, in my belief, horrible for men. You know, to just react negatively and be like, ah, I'm not like one of those guys. Y'all are just blowing stuff way out of proportion and actually listening to what these women were talking about. Because like me, it's like, I've always been more of a I still am to a certain extent. I'm more a traditional person. So it's like when I see stuff like that, I, I just react negatively because I'm like, they're, they're changing too much. They're disrupting certain things. And then I realized that, first of all, this wasn't about, you know, this side or that side. It was literally, yes, all women from all different walks of life all different races, all different beliefs, and they were just sharing how they felt. And like in the past, it was just like when it first started in 2013, I was like, man, this is a bunch of crap. But now I go back and realize how wrong I was in approach and how wrong I was with understanding their message. But man, like when you talk about, you know, going back and you know it may be like five years and you go back and you read this article and you're like man now i get it it's like i can definitely relate to that because there's a lot of things where it's like okay now i really get what they're saying now i'm starting to see things from another point of view and you know that's another myth 
you know, you, you, they tell you if you're confident, you have to be strong in your beliefs. There's a difference between, you know, being strong in your beliefs and being arrogant in your beliefs. Um, It's okay to be wrong. And it's okay to, it's okay to accept that, you know, other people are going to not see the world. You don't always have to go out your way to be like, you know, this, let me, let me, let me show you how much I disagree with you. You know, they, there's a fine line between being arrogant and confident. I know there's these people like, you got to be super outspoken. You got to speak your mind. It's like, no, that's, that's not necessarily what it's about. You know, you, you, if someone asks your opinion, you want to stand firm on what you believe in, but you also, it's okay to be open to other people's ideals. You don't have to go around, you know, carrying yourself like that to get your point across. You can make your point heard without being negative to other people. And, you know, when you start doing that, you start opening yourself up and realizing that, you know what? I actually agree with a lot of those people that I thought I didn't like. I'm starting to see things from a different point of view. You know, I, I saw their their viewpoints. Again, you know, just looking at the world negatively, I saw them as just something to be, you know, they're, they're against. But then I'm opening myself up more and realizing that, were, those were never really, you know, there's a difference between what I believe and what, you know, you kind of just are taught to believe. And the more I become confident in, in sharing my personal beliefs and not worrying about how it's going to rub someone else or are they going to be happy or are they going to respond this way? You know, that's another thing that's helping you become more confident because you're learning to feel comfortable with just being yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you can be yourself and be around people who disagree with you. You can be yourself and not have to just talk. You don't, you don't have to be like this super macho tearing people down just to get your point across. Sometimes it's best that even, you know, especially if it's a very diet, uh, a very you know, passionate conversation and tempers are getting flared. It may be best for you to say, you know what? This, maybe we should come back when we're cooler heads. It's okay to, you don't always have to get your point across. You, you know, sometimes it's not always about you. It's not always about, yeah, that's just another area where I just realized that, you know, the more I stop focusing on negative things, then I'm seeing some growth in. Mm-hmm. Um, it becoming more well-adjusted to accepting other people and accepting other people's ideals and in doing that I realized that you know there's a lot for me to learn and there's a lot that I agree with and yeah and again the the, the, the guy that didn't think he could learn yeah and here you are open to learning not just math but you know opinions and thoughts and society and and everything that, that's phenomenal yeah um based on some of your articles I know that you used to describe yourself uh, the words you would use, you know, be things like a, a loser and a failure at times. So I, I wonder, do you have new vocabulary and, and words to use to when you're referring to yourself now? Has that changed? Like, so when I, the Goodman Project was actually very helpful in me shedding that labor of a loser. That was, I am literally slipping on his name, but there is an article on the Goodman Project called um, the loser myth. And, you know, if anybody listening to this have, have not read that article, it's one of the best articles because it talks about Tom Matlack and, and it talks about successful men and just how, you know, there's this success myth and then there's that a lot of guys just kind of buy into. And then if our life is not going by those standards, we automatically say it's because I'm a loser. It's because I'm a failure. And instead of saying that, you know, I'm a loser, it's more like, okay, I have problems. You know, I'm just like everybody else. I'm a person with problems and there you problems have solutions. 
Because when you're a loser, you feel like, okay, this problem can't be fixed. So it's, you know, it's more of, it's not necessarily that I started using more positive words so much as I just had, I just shifted my entire approach. So instead of saying, okay, this is going bad and nothing can be done, I look at it like, okay, this is a problem, a problem that I need to recognize. And then if I recognize it, I can start figuring out ways to fix it. Um, and then, you know, one of the reasons why I don't have to use, I don't use like a lot of positive words is because like I've changed when I started working on becoming confident, I changed what I was taking in. Like, um, one of some of the advice I got is to get rid of all those negative people in your life. And when you think of negative people, you think of just like people who are doing bad things, but it's like, it may be that person in your life that's kind of like, they just have a horrible outlook on life. Like they're just, you know, you know, they're, they're, you know, I used to be one of those people. So I can tell you that all the traces, like they just focus on everything that's wrong. And I, you know, even with my Twitter and my Instagram, I try to look at, I try to look at more positive people now. Those people that used to annoy me, I try to follow a lot of their stuff. I try to look at entrepreneurs because they're very positive. And then I, I started this thing called the, on my blog about reading outside your comfort zone. And I'm starting to learn more. So it's like, those three things, having positive people, looking up to people who are always pushing on themselves and just learning something every day, you know, it's more of what I'm doing, not necessarily what I'm saying mm. to myself. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, so uh, you've got a, a lot of accomplishments. You've initiated lots of change. I, I wonder, are there things that you're that you're looking forward to still? Oh yes, because I'm I'm in the process of starting my own business. Huh? You know, I'm you you will see it soon. You know, already working on the website is almost ready, and it's actually related to technology, and it's about teaching. You know, reaching out to people who were like me, who didn't believe that they could be smart enough and actually teaching them how to learn, you know, HTML, then CSS, then JavaScript, and all these different web things. And it that's one of the things I'm looking forward to the most. And then, you know, when I started writing articles, another thing I started to do is I would just, I'm trying to do this little 30-day challenge where it's like, you heard, like, if you ever watch TED Talks, there's this guy named Matt Curtis, and he talks about this 30-day challenge where people try to write a book in 30 days, a 50,000-word novel. I'm not doing that. I'm not writing a 50,000-word novel, but I am in the process of just researching for the next 30 days an ideal for starting the book. I haven't went, and I, I purchased one book about, you know, how to, you know, publish your own book. And then like one of the people that read my confidence article, she literally sent me a book from Hawaii. So it's like, I'm looking forward to those two things. Then, man, uh, and just continuing to grow. Cause it's like, the more I continue to push myself, the more I notice I leave my comfort zone. And I'm happy about that. Cause every time I leave my comfort zone, I'm happy that I did it. I don't like taking the first step but once I'm in that situation I'm happy and I'm doing it so continuing to move outside my comfort zone um, launching that first website and working on that book are the three things I'm most looking forward to within the next six months beautiful beautiful and what's the best way for people to, to, to connect with you find you online you can so my Twitter is my Twitter handle is blog with Darnell. So that's just um, Darnell is spelled D-A-R-N-E-L-L. Uh, that's the same thing for my Instagram. You can go to my blog with Terrence.wordpress website and you can connect with me there. Any of those forms would be great. And you can also leave comments on the on the articles I write. That's one of the things like 
like I look forward to the most. I'm like, man, I, I'm, I'm ready for people to leave more comments so I know like, okay, maybe I can switch the style up. So if you read my good man project articles, drop a comment, you know, and let me know how you feel and I will reply to it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I've, uh, I've really enjoyed talking to you. I've enjoyed everything that you've written thus far and I look forward to all the things that you're looking forward to and, and to you. see um, just more of your, your, your growth, your change, your, your attitude, and, and, and how you find it impacting more and more people because that, yeah. that's what I get big time from you, that, that your impact is just going to keep growing and growing. Thank you. So thanks, yeah. everyone, for joining us. Um, thanks, Darnell, again. And uh, if you're um, going to have visit realmenfield.org or the Good Men Project, wherever you're finding the, the show notes in this, we'll have links to all of Darnell's uh, ways to contact him and, and follow him and keep abreast of all the great things he's up to. And, uh, and thanks again, man. It was great to talk to you. And I'm, and I'm looking forward, you know, whenever you want to have me again, I'll be back. <laughs> okay. The door is open. Thanks. Right. Have a great night. Thank you for listening to Real Men Feel. Reach out to us at realmenfeel at gmail.com. Learn more about Andy Grant at theandygrant.com. Until next time, visit realmenfeel.org or the Real Men Feel Facebook group and share what you thought of this episode. Please give this podcast a review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you are discovering Real Men Feel. Visit goodmenproject.com for more of the conversations no one else is having.